0: You know what we always say, I'm horny. Welcome to The Cop On, where we make sense of things you probably don't care about with a hefty side of lukewarm social critique. I'm Julia and your dad simps for me. I'm Lucy and why be a Stacey when you could be a Stacey's mom?
1: And I'm Ash and lots of Reddit.
0: Welcome back to another episode. This episode was supposed to go out. Last week, the week before, uh, and due to no fault of my own <laughs> and my complete lack of technological skills, we just lost files that disappeared. And so we're back again to re-record and to hopefully piece together an episode that is both informative and enjoyable. As you can see from our wonderful headline, we are talking about incels and inceldom. What are your experiences with incels?
2: I had, um, I had an incel boyfriend. Okay, so preface. He, like, I don't think he'd classify himself as an incel boyfriend. But when we were dating, we exchanged red handles. And I was like, hey, um, you spend a lot of time on, um, on a red pill. I was like, isn't that an, um, I don't know, incel forum? And he was like, I just said, I like the, the opinions in it. And I was like, the, the incel opinions. does this make you, is that, I think that might make you, um I don't know an insult um he was just like and he was like i don't know and i was like okay fine but he was a little bit like he definitely said in stuff a lot he was like very like into my sexual history in like kind of like a negative way um and he was like very the, the thing that like sticks out for me is he still just be like so obsessed with the biological differences between like the male and female the sexes he'd be like Yeah, I don't know, just women women can't compete against, like, male boxers, like, ever. And I was like, you think no female boxers can compete against any male boxers? And he was like, no, they're just biologically too different. And there's some jobs that are for men and there's some jobs that are for women. And I was like, what? So you don't think a woman could ever be a builder? And he was like, no, they just get so tired. And I was like... I was a bit like, tired. I know, he's like, your muscles just aren't built the same way. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're built pretty similarly. Like there are, <laughs> there are definitely biological differences, but I don't think they define your life. So, yeah, that was my experience. Uh, he was very much like women are supposed to dress a specific way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, yeah, OK. For some reason, I just kind of ignored it. <laughs> I was like, I do dress pretty. You know what I mean? I've never had particularly masculine these are in inverted commas jobs or traits or anything so I, I just coincidentally didn't piss him off but you know I probably could have and also <laughs> one time I was in a bar I and mean, this guy was like you think you can do whatever you want just because you're beautiful and I was like you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> but I get a weird feeling from the way he said it that that could have been
0: uh, an intel in the world an insult in the wild. I like that what about you Ash? have you any insult in the wild experiences?
1: I don't think so. I don't think I have any. Unfortunately, I'm going to say, unfortunately, all the men I've met have been nice and actually uh, not into hateful opinions of um, women. So, no, Um, I've never even looked at the red pill. I'm just, I'm like an incel noob. I have no idea about anything about them.
0: What a blissful experience. I don't think I have any personal, well, mm, I have like incel light experiences where I've just been like speaking to someone and been like, ooh that's an interesting thought that you decided to air (laughs) in my general vicinity and it seems directed at me. But mainly my experience with incels is the very extreme side of it because I used to review videos for a certain social media platform for quite some time. And it was a lot of incels, McTow, which is Men Go Their Own Way, which is like a similar but different sort of viewpoint, I guess, and movement. And so I got to see like... The real extreme stuff. Uh, multiple times a day, constantly. Which I know is not indicative of the entire movement. But that's that's where I come from. And we will get more into that later. What's the worst thing you heard anybody in these videos say about women? Oh God. Oh. Uh, there are two in particular that stick out to me. One was an 18 minute long video. 18 minutes. And it's just this one man. And he's talking specifically about Mongolian women. Um, the reason he's speaking about Asian. Mongolian women is because his cousin is a Mongolian woman. And it was unclear from the video, but what seems to have happened is he made a move on her and she rejected him because they are cousins. And he then brands brands all Mongolian women and then eventually gets to all women in general of uh, we should be grateful of the fact that we are not raped because in the wild animals are raped all the time and they could rape us if they wanted to, but they don't. And so therefore we should be having sex with them. And that's just like interesting leaps and bounds are being made here. God this man was also vegan and he was like, I am a vegan. I am a good person. And I was like, this is irrelevant to everything else that you're saying. Uh, and then the other video was much shorter. It was only two minutes and the guy started off talking very like, it was a very calm video. It was just, it was like a voiceover and there was just like a black screen. And he was like, you know, like we have to talk about white women. And he was like, white women are, you know, the they're the ones who are going to preserve our race and, and stuff like that. Oh no. And, oh yeah oh no. No. oh no you know it gets worse uh and then he was just like so like we really have to talk about like white women who date outside of their race and date like black and arab um men and he was like if they're only like dating them and they're not like married yet they don't have kids yet then you can just beat them like like that's it what? like ju- yeah oh, yeah like we just have to beat them and if they get married and have kids like have kids is like pretty unforgivable so at that point you just have to kill them And that was just, and he was just like, here's just my Tuesday thought. (laughs) Like, it was very much that vibe. Um, So I was like, remove, (laughs) taking you down. But that's uh, very indicative of the sort of stuff that I got to listen to for my job. I was paid very badly to do this.
2: Wow. I kind of, uh, part of me wishes that I had not asked. (laughs) I'm like, that was an interesting thing of me to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's important to know. That that's very extreme version of this but that it exists, it's there and when you're like getting involved into these sort of like alt-right sort of mind spaces that that's like a path that you could be let down on and I think it's important to talk about it and not sort of shroud in darkness so much
2: and it also depends on whether they were like a red pill incel or a black pill incel and all the different types of
0: incels incels are just a much, like it's a much more nuanced movement than I ever sort of understood and like so the basic part about incels is that an incel stands for involuntary celibate and it's someone who wishes to have sex but can't for a variety of reasons seemingly outside of their control so it's not a I've chosen not to have sex it's I want to have sex but I can't have sex kind of there's gig.
2: A, there's a word for people who have chosen not to have sex and they're
0: called ball cells. Are they also not just called celibates?
2: No you have to be It has to be really clear to everybody from the get go Whether you like Because I suppose if you're a vol cell You're like no people want to have sex with me And I've chosen not to So you don't want to be looked uh, with the people who can't I suppose
0: So it's really like a No I'm hot shit but mm. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm not part like, of this
2: Because like you know like the, You know I was actually talking about this recently You know like there's, there's some A breed of self-help gurus Like if you channel your sexual energy into the more productive side of your life, you will be more successful. So I think Oh yeah, that's those people suck. Exactly. That's kind of a vol <laughs> thing where you're like, oh, I don't have sex because I want to be a CEO. Like, I think that's sometimes what it is for them.
0: Hot take, but I fully believe that Mark Zuckerberg is one of those people.
2: But he has a wife.
1: <laughs> I suppose he that has doesn't even baby. have sex.
2: They have a baby, yeah, but he probably Again, just got doesn't it, mean like, they had sex. He just got it, yeah. He got his assistant to like get a turkey baster. He's like, okay, he's <laughs> like, okay, Paul. Now I'm ready for you to um ex- extract the semen. And he's like, okay, you know, Mark, you can just say masturbate. We've been doing this for twenty years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, um, Intels are part of the manosphere, and so this is like the part of the internet that includes men rights activists, pickup artists, uh, all forms of online misogyny, McTow men going their own way. Um and interestingly enough, there is more than one incel political party, including incel party and ALF. Incel party isn't very serious. One part of its platform includes Michael Sarah movies where he's unemployed and living with his parents. That's
2: because they, they don't think they think in real life Michael Sarah wouldn't be successful because of the amount of space like they don't think he's got a handsome face. They think he has incel face. So they really don't like that in movies he's given like hot girlfriends.
1: I mean, they're not exactly wrong. Why does Michael <laughs> Sarah always get the really hot girls? Like, like Kat Denning's nerdy man gets girl just because he can't actually in real life.
2: I see it in Michael Sarah. I'm hot for him. Trixie Mattel fancies him too.
1: Doesn't make her right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the words of Whitney Houston, it's not right, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, so it's a Matrix thing, the whole Intel thing with the red pill and the blue pill and also the black pill which isn't in the matrix so don't get confused. Also, the matrix was directed by trans women, wasn't it? Just one trans woman or is it two of them?
0: Trans sisters, I think, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, trans
2: sisters. Yeah. Trans sisters is so funny like transistor radio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we said it out loud. Anyway, so automatically it doesn't really make sense because incels are usually pretty anti-trans. Anyway, here we go. So in the matrix you take When you take the red pill, you see the world for how it really is. And when you take the blue pill, you kind of just keep continue um, going on with your life. So incels see it as the red pill is, you know, everyone else is delusional and not truly satisfied uh, in the red pill world. Feminism has given women too much power and male privilege is a slight upon men rather than a true scourge. Um, it's, here's some sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Pretend I didn't laugh at incels. of women are attracted to 20% of men is something that they very genuinely believe. Uh, They believe in the hypergamy, which is that a woman will leave a man for a more attractive man in any circumstance, even if they are married and very much in love. Um, If you're a red pill incel, you can get more attractive to women. Um, So it doesn't really have the kind of biological determinism we're going to see in blank pill inceldom. Thank you. It is a little bit kind of defeatism for unattractive people in general and black pills don't believe that you can change your place in the system, whereas red pills kind of do. So if you're a black pill, you kind of fade list. Um, Yeah, biological determinism is a huge part of it. It's like you're born with this ugly, ugly face and it's never going to change. Nobody's ever going to have sex with you. Nobody's ever going to love you because everybody knows that all we ever care about is how people look, question mark. The most common like in black pill incels, you don't have any options. You can't level up, you can't change where you are. Uh, it's kind of like a caste system isn't it um the for them i think the common acronym that you'll find in black pill black pill inseldom is uh, lda or lie down and rot um which means that you can pretty much ju- the only things you can do are lie down and rot or um commit suicide or in less common scenarios mass violence um yeah so that's kind of the those little that's kind of the distinction there
1: So just some history of the incel uh, movement and where it came from. So it was blocked from Reddit for violating rules by inciting violence against women. Um, But then incel communities continued to talk on other websites such as 4chan and incel.me. Although the incel movement is known to be associated with men, it was actually founded by a Canadian bisexual named Alana who founded a website called Alana's involuntary celibacy project for people struggling to begin relationships so it had like a little nice origin meaning um so originally the shorthand was in the cell which is hard to say and that doesn't roll off the tongue um and then became in cell and it was more of a resource than a space to complain about women Alana has said Um, Alana is unhappy that the movement she created has changed so much since she left it in around 2000 and has made a site called Love Not Anger Beyond Involuntary Celibacy about finding the love you want while respecting others. The mission statement of the site specifically mentions that nobody is entitled to sex. So I find that really strange that it was actually a woman who started the whole thing and then of course it was co-opted by others.
0: But I guess that's similar to the Matrix thing where the Matrix is a movie that was has been like taken on specifically by the alt right in various forms, and right now we're talking about incels and the, it gets used as like an allegory to explain the world and how they experience it. But it's actually been created by two trans women, and it's actually about the experience of transness. <laughs> like, and the, no, it wasn't that; it wasn't clear that that was the case when it came out. Um, but they have confirmed it since. Like, I think last year they came out and they're like, "Yep, that is true." It is about being trans. I don't know. I've written a bunch of
2: stuff and this is common in people who are artists and writers and developers and et cetera, any creative field. It's so easy to go back when someone comes up with a better reason for your movie or your piece <gasps> to exist and go, yeah, actually, yeah, that is, that is what I meant. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> everyone does it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, okay, we're trans now. Maybe let's just say that this was about being trans. <laughs> I'm not saying that necessarily though they're Wachowskis, aren't they? Lana Wachowski and oh, I don't know. I I don't
0: know their first names. We're lucky that I've seen the movie. I can't believe you've seen the movie. Yeah, only like... one of us. Yeah. yeah. In a bizarre turn of events, I've seen this movie and you two haven't. <laughs> and I understand this reference.
2: I might watch it at Christmas for the um Keanu Reeves like long black wax coat moment because that's pretty fashion right now.
1: Yeah, I have it on DVD. I've got one and two on DVD, but you it's still in their original packaging. <laughs> That's, you have everything <laughs> I think they'll be worth something one day. Me too.
0: <laughs> I think what's very fascinating is the demographics of incels because it's definitely not as clear-cut as I would have thought. So this is according to a poll in March 2020 on incel.co. 82% uh, of incels are between the ages of 18 and 30, and 36% of that, which is the largest percentage breakdown, was between 18 and 21. So it's very like you get into this quite young which is terrifying. 8% are younger than 17, which is also very upsetting. Uh, 55% identify as white Caucasian. Um, That is much lower than I thought it would have been. I I would have thought... thought I would
2: have said it was like 95% white.
0: Yeah, I would have been like... I'm sure there's like a smattering of other ethnicities uh, in there, but I would have been... I would have put money on the fact that it was mainly a white male experience. Um. 43% 43% are European, 38% are North American. And in the poll, 100% of respondents identify as male. Two answers from females were excluded. <laughs>
2: I This survey might have been specifically <laughs> on male incels, but I have a feeling it wasn't.
0: Um, 84% have never had a romantic relationship. 63% have never kissed somebody. 85.4% are virgins. And 77.2% said they are not optimistic about their future, which is a really really high amount of young people who are feeling very desperate about their situation and like Mm -hmm. whilst as a woman I have a lot of opinions about the more sort of extreme and moderate ideas that incels uh, propagate and talk about I think you'd still, you can identify that like, I don't think anyone is born a radical right winger I think it's you are struggling with something and then you don't find the only community you can find are people who are also struggling and it's like a we're not trying to help ourselves be better it's like some people are but like the black pill situation it's just like no we're just gonna like live in this darkness and potentially just have really like do really awful things to ourselves mainly I think we uh, attribute we think about incels as very like outwardly violent but I think it's a lot more inward violence it's more self-inflicted
2: yeah I agree it seems like a lot of these people have um, and from kind of reading on the forums and stuff, a lot of people are very genuinely suicidal. They actually talk quite openly about going to therapists, going to counselling. We'll also kind of we'll get into the fact that uh, inceldom is quite colloquially linked with um, autism spectrum disorders within the community. It's not us saying that because obviously we wouldn't like we're not incels. What kind of basis would we have evidentially to say that? (laughs) Um, But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but that's so sad. Like, and we know, like, look, I think that there needs to be a bit of reality in it. If you are someone who has acne or is short or is skinny or is fat in their teenagers, you're going to be made fun of. You're going to. Teenagers are awful. They're terrible. They're so bad. Everybody goes through their own way of dealing with those feelings, you know. And then I wish that I had had a community of people who I could relate to in terms of those feelings. Now, would I have become an incel? Probably not. But I see why someone is so influenced by a community of people who feel the exact same way as they do.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't think there's a single person on this planet who hasn't, who, especially in their teen years, didn't have some sort of insecurity. Like, media and society is so hyper fixated on, like, people's bodies and people's, like, appearances and their fashion, and yada, yada. And so much of it gets boiled down to, like, what do you look like? And that's what you're, that's seemingly what your worth is. Um. And so... I completely understand and relate to this sort of like feeling of I there's something wrong with me and like I will never be loved and I will never like have someone want to be with me I think a lot of people can relate to that Uh, and it's just it's hard because I think specifically as men it's not you don't talk about your feelings you don't necessarily get help like it's much less common like even just amongst mates like female friendships are known for being much more like emotionally supportive whereas male friendships it's like a be a man don't cry like suck it up kind of thing and when you then they have no one to talk to and the only person the only group that's saying hey like let's have a conversation about this are potentially dangerous people who want to like radicalize you like for their own personal like i want to push this like agenda that's what's happening. Like that's the whole point. That's how radicalization is happening online and happening across the board. Like it's not only happening to incels, it's happening to young white men. It's also like, that's what we saw happening with um, ISIS. Like they were reaching out to people online and it's because they're part you're like you're experiencing the world in this painful way. And then someone says, yeah, you're right. This is hard. And look, like it's not getting better because like we're all like this as well. And we're your community and we're your family and we're the ones that will like stand by you. And then ultimately... It's just a cycle of pain.
2: Yeah, I just you know mm-hmm. the thing about inceldom is that it's a response to this that basically says that that women are the problem, whereas most women in their teen years also feel like that. Like I like yeah. we all know. Like I'm not sure if you ladies are willing to say it, but like I personally have gone through a lot of feelings where I felt I was never going to be loved. I wasn't lovable. I used to think I was so ugly I couldn't leave my house without makeup on You know All of those feelings that incels had Yeah Oh yeah It's taken a really long time to get over them
0: too I'm 27 now And I It's only in the last mm, Two Two and a half, three years That I actually like my body And that's not even a constant it's like that's I have to actively work to like my figure and to like my body um and I remember being 17 and just hating my physical appearance so much and just being like well this is normal like everybody hates their appearance as much and then I confided that into a friend once and she was like no (laughs) she's like I don't know a lot of people that feel this strongly about it and I was like oh (laughs) okay and I just thought that that was going to be the way it was forever and then when I was 20 two I think I woke up one day and I was just so exhausted and I was like I can't continue to berate myself and then I like actively took on a journey of like I need to learn how to love myself but like it took five years you know Mm. and it's never ending and you still have to work at it and you still have to to constantly try it but i think there's lots of people lots of women especially who can who will look at like when incels talk about like how they much they don't like themselves and this that and the other and go yeah i completely get it and i think the difference between incels and other people who feel this way about themselves is that uh, the incel sort of ideology as uh, the further you get into it probably like pushes this idea that you should you are owed something purely because of the uh gender that you have been assigned for at birth and that's where you'd lose me
2: (laughs) yeah you're like yeah kind of get the whole hating yourself vibes um but i don't think i deserve sex or that anybody has to have sex with me
1: bridge too far
2: how about you ash do you want to talk about how much you hate
1: yourself um why would i hate myself have you seen me i'm great
2: (laughs) ash is too perfect she's never experienced these feelings
1: uh no like i don't know the same as both of you like it's a constant daily thing where i mean i think it was last week where i literally got into such a funk because i hated everything about myself usually there's always one thing and you can focus on that one thing and you can bring yourself out of it but last week it was like even my hair was bad and it ruined my face and i couldn't have it down and i had to like not look in a mirror when i went by and it was like it was horrific so I, i completely the same like still have to work on this and i understand that the that that can be a really lonely thing and especially for men because as we've said they don't have this support system with their friendships like we would like we can openly say this to each other and people will listen and i never feel like i don't i can't talk to a friend about these kind of things i know that i will always have people there that i can talk to but for men like they most of them don't have that support system so of course they're going to turn to something like this but again the kind of conclusion that they come to that then, okay, well, because of all this, then I am owed sex or women are the problem, feminism is the problem like it's it's going in a in a right sort of direction and then it just veers off the path and where it ends up is just completely wrong um so that's the part that uh can be very harmful and when it gets to these more extreme cases, like we've seen the harm that it can do um to not only the people that are in these communities but also people outside of them
0: absolutely. <laughs> uh no yeah but like it's true <laughs> we all get it but we're just a little nicer about it i guess than some people just choose to it be in. <laughs> yeah it just like... really like let's just like broaden your her- like broaden your like scope of what's going on in the world
1: yeah
0: we didn't always know about incels um but they became sort of known in popular culture in 2014 when there was uh, horrific killings by a man named Elliot Roger. And that's sort of what really brought in Seldom into the modern sort of media and like gave a lot of attention. And it's unfortunate because it's a very extreme version of what happens. But then an extremist becomes the poster boy for this movement. We've seen this time and time again. This is not like the first time this has happened. Uh, And so then... A movement of people are ostracized as opposed to necessarily being like reached out to and saying hey like do you need any help and there's a lot of reasons for this um so this is the isla vista killings in california and this happened on may 20 may 23rd 2014 and it was by a name man named elliot rogers so a little background uh, on elliot rogers elliot rogers was an extremely privileged uh, individual whose father worked in hollywood he was the, was he the producer or of- yeah producer of hunger games like hunger games yeah. So like doing well. Um, had spent a lot of his childhood uh sort of travelling, like went to Europe quite a bit, because he had like international family. He himself is mixed race and I think that's important because as he gets older he starts to really um latch onto some highly racist and white supremacy sort of ideas. He was opposed to interracial dating, even though he was interracial. Yes. Very Lord Voldemort of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He so he's written a manifesto and it is a glorious piece of trash that you can find online and you can read it. It's like 100 and, 141 pages long. It's uh I think I Hang on, no, I should just look it up because like I'm almost certain it's called um The Story of Elliot Rogers. Imagine being so cocksure that you call the
2: manifesto. You're right. Before you do that, that the story of Lucy Bennett, 25 years ago today, the most beautiful woman who ever existed was born, and since then the world has been cruel to her.
0: Oh yes. Uh, so Elliot Rogers. Um, so he just des- he describes what he what he names the killings. He names it the retribution. Um, we're providing that information for context. We will not be referring it to that anymore because it's dumb um but the manifesto he wrote was my it's called my twisted world the story of elliot roger and part one is named a blissful beginning age zero to five (laughs) and so it's literally his life story and it's basically in his opinion and what he's trying to do is to showcase all of these awful situations that have happened to him which led to the this inevitable uh scenario um which was the taking of other people's lives because of course when life is hard on you this is what you do why? Why wouldn't you just kill people? But the the Isla Vista killings weren't the only thing that he ever did that would suggest that there is potentially some violent tendencies. In 2011, he threw a coffee on a couple he was jealous of, and in another incident splashed coffee on a girl who, on girls who didn't smile at him. Wow,
2: that's like a that's like the typical red flag. Also, why do you have so like? I know that he was privileged, but like because we're not as privileged. If I had a coffee, I'd be like, I'm not spilling my coffee on
0: anybody. This costs money yeah <laughs> absolutely he must have had like just like like just carrying it around just in case like you you've bought it to drink <laughs> you really you <Yeah. laughs> didn't even like coffee he just bought it to throw <laughs> on people uh in july 2013 roger spoke about trying to push girls over a 10 foot ledge for making fun of him but instead he was pushed over and he injured his ankle which is just chef's kiss um <laughs> In his manifesto, Roger speaks about this being the final trigger of his killing spree. And so that happened 10 months before the Isle of Vista killings. So in the manifesto, Roger attended a party and as a last, and he describes it as the last ditch attempt to lose his virginity prior to his 22nd birthday. So he's young, he's 21 when this is happening. 22 years of age isn't the most ridiculous time to stop being a virgin. Actually I'm not sure if that sorry.
2: To have I sex if, first, for the first yeah, time Have, have sex yeah. for the first time
0: I don't think 22 is like that bad at all I was 20 So like you you have sex When you want to have sex
2: Yeah exactly like, yeah. It's like, It's not like the 40 year old virgin
0: Yeah and also but to be fair I think Men in particular experience A lot more pressure To uh, have sex And to no longer be virgins Um Women, we have that other fun time where it's like a, do we want to be a prude or a whore? You choose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, twenty two, like he's a, he's a kid, you know. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, but he writes the way he, he refers to it was, I was giving the female gender one last chance to provide me with the pleasures I deserve from them, and this is where you get into the shocking amount of entitlement that Mister Elliot Rogers had.
2: In the killing himself, it was ba- he basically just went on a spree with um, guns, a machete and a knife. Out of the, he killed six people in total and it was three men and um, three women, I think. So it wasn't even all women.
0: Yeah, so this is why, because there's another killer whose name I don't have on hand in Canada who killed only women and it was the same thing, he was doing it because of that he hadn't been given what he thought he should have been given by women. Mm-hmm. So he, there's like a an interesting, well, interesting is not necessarily the right word, but I was just like, oh, like, again, more nuance. Discourse within the incel community where some people don't view Elliot Rogers as a hero. Some people do and some people don't. And the people who don't are like, well, he killed men as well. So he wasn't really doing the thing that he should have been doing. Like, it's only women who should have died for this, not men, which was like an interesting concept. He, I just want to read some quotes from his video. Um so he launched he released a video on YouTube um the, the day before, I believe. Yeah, it was the, yeah, the evening before. Yeah. To be like, "Yo, this is what's happening and this is why." You can see clips of it online and uh, I think the full video is no longer available. Um but you can find some clips if you want to get an idea of of how he I think it's it's interesting to see how he speaks and just to see the sort of very intense anger he has towards women in it uh, and the world in general like it's also society it's not just women But I just want to read you some quotes. So he says, I will slaughter every single spoiled, stuck up blonde slut I see inside there. All those girls have desired so much. They have all rejected me and looked down on me as an inferior man. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you've never been attracted to me, but I will punish you all for it. It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy. And yet you throw yourselves at obnoxious men instead of me, a supreme gentleman. And like... Look up a picture of Elliot Roger. He's actually not that bad looking. He's quite conventionally good looking. He's
2: conventionally mm-hmm.
0: quite handsome. He's got like, so a like high,
2: he's like a model man, like high cheekbone, yes. you know, like smooth skin. He's not bad looking, and I know that's not the point, but he's not bad looking. Of all the people who should have been mad at the world, it's not someone who has loads of money
0: and is handsome. Exactly. This man is privileged. He has oodles of money. He's rich. He's like a decent looking lad literally the reason women don't want to be with you is because you're a grade a asshole and that's yeah. all that it is
2: mm-hmm. yeah so kind of the big phrase that came out surrounding Elliot Roger was the virgin killer because uh, he was a virgin <laughs> um, as always super super on the ball there it was where the Daily Mail was just going I know what we'll call him." um the, also, the media was obsessed with the ASD thing. So Elliot Roger had been diagnosed with um, an undisclosed autism spectrum disorder. But, you know, we've all seen it before. If someone kills someone or commits a crime and coincidentally also has ASD, that becomes an insinuated reason for it. So whenever you read about Elliot Roger, it's like Elliot Roger, a virgin with ASD. Killed these women, not Elliot Roger. Probably uh, someone who is really mentally unwell and also bad killed all these women. Like Elliot Roger, mm-hmm. killer. You don't need to say virgin. You don't need to say su. You know <laughs> um, autism spectrum disorder. It has nothing to do with whether you want to kill people or not. A lot of the things spoken about Elliot Roger in documentaries, etc., is like he didn't make eye contact, and it's made out to be like a cold blooded killer thing. No. If you have an autism spectrum disorder, everybody knows that like not making eye contact is a really common spectrum thing like, come on. Um, Mm -hmm. But Mary Elizabeth Williams um, was really against Elliot Rodger being labeled the virgin killer because it implies that one possible cause of male aggression is a lack of female sexual acquiescence. So it does kind of come down to Stupid, dirty, slutty women. You didn't have sex with these men and now he's killed you and all of it's your fault. You're bad and horrible. You stupid feminists. Do you know? Mm-hmm.
1: It just it just implies that um, the reason that people are bad or the reason that people do things is solely sex. And that's like, that's not like, well, what? So if he had sex, he wouldn't be as angry at, at women. He wouldn't be like still having these issues that he was dealing with. Like, Obviously, like this man was unwell. Like there was thing- other things going on just because he didn't have sex. Like having sex was not going to solve anything. And then that kind of focus on it is just it's dumb. It's stupid. Doesn't make sense.
2: In the words of Janelle Monáe, sex is money, which is money, which is power. I think I got that right. Anyway, <laughs> sex is important in your life, but it's not. A lack of sex doesn't make you kill people. And I know that because in neither of the lockdowns, I didn't kill anyone.
1: So... This is like me, me thinking that like until I lost my virginity, I was this like raging killer and wanting to hurt everyone. And then as soon as I had sex, it was grand. It was all good.
2: It kind of sounds like the plot of Jennifer's Body when you say it out loud, doesn't it? <laughs> <It's> literally, <laughs> what happens in that movie? Spoiler! Uh, spoiler <laughs> on a movie that came out in like 2012.
0: So that's the story of Elliot Roger and the how like how extreme it was very like it is one of the more extreme cases of someone who identifies as being part of the incel community but it was the first introduction of like mainstream media and then tabloids being tabloids really were like virgin killer autistic all of those things happen together and only together um which is complete crap but it doesn't explain really sort of the little details I guess of inceldom which is just like all the terminology and they've created a whole sort of way of discussing society with very interesting breakdowns and I'm going to hand this over to Lucy who is our incel expert. So if you know anything about incels you know that the vast majority of their
2: feelings are about their looks. Uh, If you've ever seen the memes a lot of the memes that stem from incels and make fun of incels are kind of about Things like the shape of your skull, your facial structure, muscular distribution, your penis size, your height. And they believe that these all contribute greatly to your sexual attractiveness. Which I suppose is true. We can't say that's not true. But incels feel inferior to uh, normies and above normie status. We'll get into that in a second. Due to their weak jaw, their ugly eyes. Uh, They have this concept called prey eyes versus hunter eyes. So... (laughs) Hunter eyes. They gave this example specifically of Chase Crawford <laughs> from Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> where he has like deep set hooded, tilted eyes that make you feel like you're being hunted, whereas Intel's have big wide eyes that make them look like prey.
1: <laughs> I always just think like whenever we talk, like whenever I just hear this hunter eyes and prey eyes, I'm just imagining that it's like Some condition that someone has. Like where your eyes are bulging or whatever. Uh not just like your type of eye. Like it just feels like it's something that you shouldn't have either of them. Yeah. It's it's so creepy
2: that they're so obsessed (laughs) with this. Like I don't think I've ever looked at someone. Like you know when you see a guy with big eyes and you're like oof. Prey eyes (laughs) (laughs) like that guy I think I could take that guy down (laughs) they also think that like the more handsome men have a compact no they feel like they have a compact mid face so your mid face is kind of like your area surrounding your nose to your cheekbone and that they have bad foreheads don't ask me on bad foreheads it was just there were so many bad types of forehead compact face is bad yeah yeah it's more feminine oh 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 yes and being feminine is bad but Ash has a massive uh, mid face and she's a woman so she must be ugly I do
1: I am a man you're a handsome man but an ugly woman sorry (laughs) I don't don't make the rules Ash (laughs) whenever I put my hair back like this I honestly think that sometimes I look like a young um, boy child
2: do you know if there's any boy that you look like it's Johnny Depp who is like notoriously quite effeminate
1: Young Johnny Depp, not old,
2: young Johnny Depp. Young Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp in Sleepy Hollow. Not like
1: Johnny Depp. I'll take it. it.
2: Yeah, he's really, he's very like a pretty girl. I am lesbian for young Johnny Depp. I am not straight for young Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of how they feel uh, in general about how their faces look. But there's loads of different types of incels. So they have names for incels that are based off what makes them an involuntary celibate so there's acne cell speaks for itself wrist cell so a lot of incels are obsessed with their teeny tiny wrists because they think women go oh my god that's a small wrist that's disgusting there's also old cells bald cells excel which is when you have is excel about you having like excel sheets yeah like excel spreadsheets Um...
0: (laughs) you're just really organized about all the reasons that women don't want to sleep with you
2: excel means you're an accountant (laughs)
1: <laughs> Wait, that,
2: but- Which fair <laughs> That's the only one
0: I believe so far <laughs>
1: <laughs> So these are like Reasons why You like don't Why you are Involuntary celibate Yeah So like you know Because you've got me But the ex Is that like Because you had an ex Partner
2: Yeah then And then nobody will Have sex with you I I don't really get that one
1: Because of your ex partner <laughs> Yeah Well to be
2: fair Like you do have That temptation That whenever someone Breaks up with you You want to send Like letters to any Of their their new lovers And be like <laughs> Dear new lover I think he is very bad You're very bad This is bad So maybe that's what an XL is Maybe there's someone out there Who are just succumbing to that feeling And just going for it Sending it with their
0: human poo
1: (laughs) I I supported them until that part right
0: My favourite part about that is That's an inside joke from a group chat (laughs) (laughs) There's also ugly cells Which I kind of feel very like You need that category that's like Oh everyone else gets to say something But I can't find anything specific enough And I want one too like... It very is It's just to be it's the, it's the participation
2: award of the incel world Yeah uh, Fat cell Short cell Skinny cell There's loads of really racist race ones uh, And country ones like France cell Which is also known as Baguette cell That I love <laughs> Yeah I love that That I'm one. here for uh, So
0: some cells So France cells are considered better than the other incels This is the most French thing that I have ever experienced in my life. Of course, like France are like, yeah, we experience this awful thing, but we're not like the rest of you. <laughs> we're still better in every single way.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, so some incels
0: try to ascend to
2: Franceldom by doing something called France maxing. If you have just if you've just rezoned in, um, yes, I said that. Uh, really. So basically they'll like learn French and be more French, maybe wear berets, stripy t-shirts to try to be better incels. There are also plenty of types of incels linked to specific mental illnesses or disorders. And Incels Wiki notes that at least 50% of the writers on Incels Wiki suffer from autism or autism spectrum disorder. So that's what Insa Wiki say on those autism, uh, on there being autism within the community in their very specific smaller community. Fifty percent of them uh, suffer from autism or autism spectrum disorder. That's kind of the basis. But everybody wants us to talk about the Chads, the Stacey's, the becky's the Normies, and all the other lexicon. So, what do you
1: guys know about what a Chad is?
0: I my understanding of a Chad is that it is a hot boy. <laughs>
1: yeah man that gets loads of sex with women
0: okay yeah true
2: so a chad is a man who is hot to basically all women so he's the 20 percent that makes up the 80 20 rule we discussed where 80 percent of women are attracted to 20 percent of men he is usually hot tall muscular wealthy and may have status there are also chad lights and pretty boys who fall below chad on the scale they are considered to be the people who reap the rewards of the sexual revolution and hog all the women so that the Poor incels have no sex Wah 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 So incels believe that women are so attractive to chads Because uh, They're like big shouldered Hyper ha- mask men um, And they resent Like that represents them being able to take care of women better As related to like the period Pre-women entering the workforce uh, Chads are less committal So incels believe someone would choose beta books Which are like We'll go into beta books later. In- instead, for their money and for their commitment, uh, it's a trade off because all women just want chads. Um, they're known in Femcell, which are female incels, and the general sphere as other names, including estrus catalyst um, to signify women being in heat, uh, shirector, and gash foamer.
0: Yeah. Gash foamer is vile. So I call my Vile. boyfriend the gash foamer. Eww, eww. <laughs> eww, I
1: eww, hate eww, it. Eww, so it just makes my whole body cringe. Gash, yeah,
2: gash foamer. Uh, I think it's
1: just that 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 shh sound, but then the f coming in, it just doesn't work as a sound. It is quite like the
0: word moist in that. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. No, but also like foam. <laughs> I know. If it foams, did something's wrong? What,
1: like? <laughs> <laughs> and the word. Gash I just imagine as well. it like
0: a bubble bath.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I suppose in Ireland we'd say frothing at the gash. And what's the difference between oh, a that. froth and a foam? Very. I'm little. sorry.
0: I've never heard anyone say frothing at never the gash. Never heard
1: frothing Have at you the gash. Know. No. Oh my god! It's it's only a thing really that I've heard men say. Oh I've, oh, I've never shocker. once,
2: I've never once heard a woman say, oh, he no. had me frothing at the gash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it just leads me to believe that a lot of these men have never actually taken the time to look, look at, a at a vagina when they have been around there because it is not a wound and it doesn't foam nor froth so. these
0: men have never made a woman come <laughs> like if you're walking around saying oh she was frothing at the gash that's an immediate me being like okay so she just moaned for 20 seconds until you got off her <laughs> that's what's happened here I think frothing at the gash symbolises the state of arousal prior change of course though Frothing doesn't explain anything that happens in sex for me. Frothing is not the word that I would use.
2: I kind of, in a way, in which Lucy defends (laughs) frothing at the gash. Due to the uh, viscosity of vaginal discharge, I understand the use of frothing, not so much foaming. So, you know, if you have a really high quality Um, cappuccino or that coffee that people were drinking earlier this year... greek wood. yeah maradona it was a joke. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> He's i was can... joking
1: argentinian i
2: had yeah, the coffee was i know but the coffee was called oh the TikTok like coffee yeah. yeah yeah dalgona dalgona <laughs> yeah um like that the the foam okay, dalgona coffee and...
0: i will accept
2: yeah yes unctuant but... it's an unctuant thickness of the the foamy froth so um i rule this Put uh, Julia can you edit a Gavelin? I rule this An okay way to talk about vaginas Kind of Thank you um, So yeah Moving on To Stacey Stacey um, Who is an entitled whore This is sorry In quotes I wouldn't say this
0: <laughs> Lucy's true colours have just come out
2: <laughs> An entitled whore Whose daddy funds her Caribbean vacations To go find herself Number one That sounds amazing
0: yeah, good mm-hmm. for Stacy. If you can get it, fucking flaunt it. Yeah,
2: go for it, Stace. Uh, because Stacy secures Chad, she sees no need to be intelligent. She's vain and has a naturally curvy body. She has good makeup and she has orbiters, which we will go into. I wanna be a Stacy. I know. I wanna be a Stacy baby. Okay. Has orbiters, yeah, which we'll go into later. Okay. Um underneath Stacy, you have Chad. <laughs> Jokes. Underneath Stacey, you have Becky. Uh, which is a type of Normie? So she's the beta of the Stacy. So in Inseland, you've got your alphas, so your Chad and your Stacy, and you got your betas, which are, um, you, you know, the Greek alphabet. You can figure that one out.
0: Do male betas have a name? Like, are, are they like
2: Johns? No, they're called betas. We're, Julia, we haven't finished this segment yet.
0: Okay. Sorry. So you
2: remember we said beta books? So a beta books is a, a guy
0: who's not as hot as Chad but has money. So that's what the book stands for, but the incels haven't get, haven't attributed them a name like Chad or Stacy. No,
2: no, they're because just normies.
0: But I find it interesting that like everyone else gets a name. Well, they're Chad lights. No, Becky's the only type of normie that gets a
2: name anyway. Because women must be identified. Yeah, women must be. <laughs> well, that's I think that's genuinely what they think. Okay, yeah. so Becky's the beta of Stacy. There are different tiers of Becky. So you've got a high tier Becky who has small tits and a flat ass, wears buns, wants to fuck Chad, and has a bad job. Uh, Becky needs more validation because she doesn't have the looks or status of Stacy, And will end up with a beta because she wants to have kids and money. In incel culture, women hit the wall when their dating pool is narrowed due to age. So the very old age of 25 is usually considered to be the wall or becoming less attractive. Do you know Anna Sorokin? She went by uh, Anna... Delvey. Yes. She's considered to be a Becky.
0: She was like a New York fake socialite. Anyway, Googler. This all begs the question: Are you a Becky or a Stacy? The people need to know.
1: I have small boobs and a flat ass. I'm a fucking Becky. You don't have a small boobs nor a flat ass.
0: I do have
1: both of those things. You like notoriously don't. My bum is definitely flat. It is flat.
0: I mean, it I haven't no seen shape. you since August, but I don't remember that being the case.
1: <laughs> it's flat. It has no shape. You should see it in a pair of trousers. It is just—I had like a wall. I used to live with
2: you. <laughs> you d- okay, you don't have no. You definitely don't have no tits, and you definitely have a bum. They've—they've
1: they've shrunk. They have shrunk. Oh, what's sense. that like? <laughs> I'm telling you, they're—they're they're gone smaller. So
2: yeah, but like mine don't look really large, but they're like they are a size that a lot of people mention when they say big boobs. But I'm like, I don't know if that means they look big. <laughs>
1: I don't think I have a bad job though. I wear buns. Why are buns such a bad thing? I'm currently wearing a bun. If you don't wear your hair down, what do men have
2: to look at? We all know how weird men are about hair. <laughs>
1: <They just laughs> look at your hair. It's like a uh, like a void right here, and all they care about is just the hair surrounding it. A bun signifies that you won't put in it. the
2: effort to make yourself pretty for men.
1: Okay, but what about like a cute little sh- sh- nun, she know- Those little ones? No, they do. yeah maybe for the France
2: cells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, what are you? Becky or Stacy? I look. If I, I sometimes I feel like a Stacy, but I think I might just be a high tier Becky. I don't want to consider myself a low tier Becky. But when we get to the actual scale, so they have a numerological scale with examples, and then I think nobody will agree that I'm a high tier Becky, but I feel like a high tier Becky because I genuinely have a flat ass, unlike Ash, who doesn't.
1: No, remember that time that I saw your bum and then I said, hey, your walk-in has done good things for your bum because you don't have a flat bum anymore. Such <laughs> <Just, laughs> a not how you phrased it at the time. <laughs> You're just giving me a compliment. I'm just nagging you now.
2: I just have a really, really small bum because I have a very masculine... Like I have the body of an eight-year-old boy who has grown breasts. So I don't have really a bum I'm kind of. Julia, stop nodding so vigorous. Julia's like, yeah. (laughs) I'm fully zoned out. I'm so sorry. Julia's. I was there saying, like, yeah, I look like a small child, and Julia's there, like, nodding, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I see that nobody in this podcast thinks I am even remotely attractive, which I suppose is fine because it's not the only good
0: thing about me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i can't have another conversation with you where i tell you how attractive you are i think i'm um, a hi to becky i have in the right corset <laughs> i would have close-ish to a stacy figure but that's about it is there a stacy
1: light like there's a chad light yeah. oh and there's
0: probably there's like a becky light too like the
2: light just means you're like yeah so you've got chad lights stacy lights um, what's the awful one they have for black men? Is it Tyrone? You've got oh, Tyrone lights.
1: Oh, dumb masses. Stupid men. I want to be a Chad. I want to be a Chad. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not a Stacy or a Becky.
0: I would like to thrive and be a Chad, please. That's why I go to the gym.
1: I want to be number one, number 10 on the scale.
0: Get your Hunter eyes going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one of my favourite terms is Is it femoids? Femoids? How would you pronounce it? Femoid. Uh,
2: Now they mostly say foid. So femoid was short for female humanoid and
0: foid is short for femoid. So this is a consistent thing in the incel movement where they don't get the shortened version down the first time around. They always need a second crack at it. So hobbies listed for foids are uh, twerking and feminism, which we love. We stan. Uh, women are considered to be spoiled children going against the idea that men mature slower and women are considered to evade accountability they lie without feeling bad about it and steal the personal wealth of men femoids in incel theory do not need to be anywhere near as attractive as men as they can wear makeup and have magical boobs a vagina and a butt so we, we can just enhance ourselves and get the stuff that we need a quote from Aristotle females are weaker and colder in nature and we must look upon the female character as being a sort of natural deficiency this is because incels are obsessed
2: with um like historical quotes that align with their negative thinking on women because wi- women um uh, because they think that it validates, validates their opinions as like more of a naturalizing than a socialized thing so you know they're like well if everyone's always said this why have we changed to feminism they're big into they're super big into Oscar Wilde's negative quotes on women but Oscar Wilde said those things because he was gay <laughs> <laughs> and still doesn't mean really it's not misogynistic, that. but no, it's the gays also are allowed like, to be misogynistic. We all know that. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> it's a joke, obviously. But so, it's still such a thing where, like, gay comedians are like, "At least I don't have a vagina," <laughs> and you're like, oh. "I thought why don't we all just band together against the white man,
0: <laughs> <laughs> against the incels, orbiters, which I I, lo- I love this term." I adore this term and it's the men who flock around a woman uh, or her penis pipeline.
1: I. It's so funny. It's just like funny just to imagine that at any one time a woman can be like, okay, I'm ready now and just call someone from their penis pipeline and he's just there and ready, waiting. Like that would be so much easier than having to go out and date and, you know, make connections with people. As-
2: You've definitely had penis pipelines where there was definitely just a man down on the list. Like, if the first one wasn't gonna, you could have just been like, hey.
1: I definitely have. My college days were full of the penis, pipeline. penis
2: pipelines. <laughs> the penis pipeline. It feels so formal, like you're gonna whip out mm-hmm. a Gantt chart with all the, the penises on it.
0: Yeah, it just, it's very like, oh, it's time to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bring in the first guy. It's seven p.m.
2: I must have my flaps mangled, and let my gash froth
0: mangled. If your
2: flaps aren't get mangled, aren't getting mangled, you're doing it wrong. That's what that's what my mum told me when I was old enough to have snacks. My mum said no such thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I hope this is the episode where your mom is like showing it off to like her right. friends. It's like, oh look, my Lucy has a podcast. <laughs> you just say that your mother told you you should be getting your gap, You're your flaps gap mangled. Back.
2: That should be one of their words for Chad, <laughs> flap mangler.
0: Mm. I prefer that to gash foamer. We should we send them an email. How do we email the, <laughs> all the ins- <laughs> B-
2: BCC? Hello, BCC, Elon Musk. Um, who's that
0: bald guy Moby We have some suggestions For your terminology Another one That I personally
2: Really like uh, A roasty Is a vagina That has become like Roast beef Due to penetration By too many men Which we all know Is how vaginas work uh, Some vaginas Actually naturally look, I feel like I, This is my The hill to die on Some vaginas do kind of Look like roast beef And that's not a bad thing Um Protect, but like a protruding outer in your labia Is really normal um, And dark labia are normal Light labia are normal Butterfly labia are normal Thin labia are normal Um, No labia can be changed By how much sex you have Unless you're having Unless you have a kink for like Cosmetic vaginal surgery While you have sex Then maybe your vagina will be changed But that's the only circumstance But where is the vegan version?
0: Satan Satani. <laughs> you got a Satan Gash. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't like what this episode
0: is doing to us. <laughs>
2: so yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Just another little fact on labia. Because I feel like you can say things like make fun of vaginas and then not follow it up by giving some factual information on vaginas. Uh, the colour of your labia can change due to hormonal changes. Um, like in pregnancy. Um, and your labia can change during puberty as your sex organs fully mature. But again, um, that That's it Nobody having sex with
0: you Will change your vagina But Lucy You forget that that man Finger fucked a load of tuna steaks And proved That the more <laughs> you <laughs> Finger fuck a tuna steak The hole does in fact Get bigger Science I, I forgot how much my vagina Was exactly like a tuna steak I just love my favourite part Is like Oh you can If you have sex with 100 men Your like, vagina is going to change shape But if you have sex with one man 100 times It stays the same <laughs> It's
1: the hormones inside the penis that control it. And so once your vagina detects another penis hormone, then it then it expands a little bit more. But if it's the same penis hormone, then it stays the exact same size.
0: Facts. Yeah.
1: It's a science. It's a science. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so another one is cope, which is incel slang for coping mechanisms, softening the blow and allowing them to briefly reject reality. Uh, Coping in normal life is considered a good way of getting through things, but incels see coping as a negative, as it is a rejection of reality. Um, An example from incel.wiki is, the reason that girls reject me has nothing to do with my short height. Once my career is established, girls will line up for me. Motivation porn is a type of cope. So does that mean that all these betas want to become like beta books so that then they can get the women? And they're like, if I focus on this.
2: Not so much. So cope is actually considered to be a really negative thing an incel dome so like there was when i was looking at co for this <laughs> which i regretted i looked at it for hours and then i was like i need to wash my brain in bleach but um cope is something that like people are really self-aware of so someone would be like i know it's a cope but so oh. it's very much like there. it's not a positive thing oh. to have a cope um, and <laughs> black pills will make fun of red pills for having copes. Like they'll be like, you think that eventually you'll make enough money to do this. You, that's just a stupid cope. Blah, 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 blah. You're just you're not a real incel. Like people with copes aren't considered to be as pure as other incels. What? You're not that's allowed to so have... upsetting. Like if, think about cope. Cope means hope. Like that's really what it means. So if you're mm. an incel who has any hope that you will never be in it, that you won't be an incel. You're not an incel, which I kind of get. If you're looking at this from solely a logistical perspective and your movement sure. is supposed to be hopeless, yeah, maybe you'll be like, oh, you're, you're hopeful. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, it's really <laughs> sad. You're not allowed to ever think that you can escape the confines of it.
1: So it's just kind of like that vicious circle of like, there was one like keep you inside this. Yeah. Um, like, keep you down. Like there's if you even try to leave like, yeah, you can't because then you, yeah you're not really part of the community yeah exactly. that's horrible
2: so it's really horrible it is kind of like this mechanism where they don't want anyone to inceldom is not about escaping it even though alana's initial project was so inceldom mm-hmm. is like no because also it's kind of a uh, superiority thing where you're like i actually think i can get past this and you know if other people don't have the confidence to it's not gonna really they're not gonna love that um there's this really weird part of um, inceldom, which I found so interesting, called pair bonding. So it's a term from biology that animals actually that is true of animals, but isn't of humans, uh, incels have co-opted it as a supreme form of sex where men only have sex with one woman or some shit and uh, women who have had one night stands have ran out of oxytocin and thus can't properly pair bond. So, incels, as ContraPoints points pointed out in her video on in incels, like to nerdify misogyny to sound smarter. But what they're explaining is just monogamous sex. Here's a quote from incels.co. JFL, which I think is just finna laugh. That's how I've decided it means. Just finna laugh. Just finna laugh <laughs> at uh, be- beta books Would it not be just only fucking find- laugh? Oh, probably. Just finna laugh. <laughs> uh, I'm only hip with Jason and Seth in internet slang. <laughs> Um, but yeah, JFL at Beta booksers who will not only financially support a parasite, but invest romantically into them as well when the parasites are too broken mentally to reciprocate. So you having had sex with multiple partners signifies that you're mentally ill and you've ran out of oxytocin and you can't have love. Women who have had more than one sexual partner are mentally broken p- parasites. Parasite. Parasites. Parasites. No, because you suck their money nice. and their their soul. I
1: wish, I wish that I could suck someone's money. I know. <laughs> In fact, I, I feel like all the all this talk about
2: incels being like people, men use when women use men for their money. I'm like, I don't see a fucking penny. I feel like I spend more money no. <laughs> than he ever spends on me. <laughs> yeah, why are we getting screwed here? Why is, why mm-hmm. are we getting money off men? Eh, someone, we are all the rich men? Yeah, email us and let us
0: know. Why. Email us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the cop also... on pod at gmail.com. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, There's cooks. Cooks. Everybody knows about cooks from incel culture, don't they? We've all heard what a cook mm-hmm. is. So, a cook is short for cuckold. It's not a new phenomenon. It's been happening since the dawn of time. A cook is a man who gets turned on by thinking about his wife having sex with other women. It's a very genuine um, kink or fetish. Um, but incel think that everybody's a cook because they're like, stupid cooks wanting to see cuz they if you're with a woman they're always going to have sex with another man so every man who likes women is a cook don't get me started on that one um here's one there's they use based a lot so this <laughs> is kind of niche so based means not caring about political correctness or social norms it's the act of not caring about other people's opinions or being politically correct. It's a really positive term in incel culture. Um, they're very praised for being based. And the term originally referred to someone addicted to smoking crack cocaine. So it probably comes from the time in which smoking crack cocaine was cool. Then there's the scale. So Becky's, Stacey's, Chad's. Oh, there's also Giga Stacey's and Giga Chad's, which are when you're really, really hot. Chad lights, Stacy lights, uh, Normie's, Becky's, incels. These all go on to something called the decile scale. Uh, obviously, you know that the Dental Scale means it goes up to 10. Um, so Emma Watson and Chris Hemsworth are the examples of tens. Pam and Jim from The Office US are sevens. And this was literally the people I saw on the scale, uh, which would make them. I think that makes them high tier normies. Um, so that would like be like a high tier Becky.
1: I've, I'm actually looking at that scale right now. And for number seven, I love this. Um, your sexual rejection rate is four percent. Unless you are approved, you will have at least twenty sexual partners before marrying. Like they just have a tone to a science.
2: That's a bit low as well. Like if you're if you only have a sexual rejection rate of four percent, why are you only having sex with twenty people? You should be racking them up. <laughs> exactly. Daniel Kaluuya is a six. Wonder if that's any racism coming into play. Um, yeah mm. so in the scale Tens are Giga Chads and Giga Stacys Nines are Chads and Stacys Eight are Chad Lights and Stacy Lights Seven are high tier normies Six and five are female normies or Beckys Four are low tier normies And then below four you're considered a form of incel um, I think the low tier normie on that list Was that other guy from The Office You know the guy with the black hair I can't remember his name.
1: Yeah um,
2: Your man from The Hangover Your man from The mm. Hangover Which I kind of get But like, and then, he's uh... handsome He's not a four Oh, he's a five. Sorry. Oh, he's a five. Sorry, but in real life, he's not a five. Yeah. He's like a, at least a seven.
1: Yeah. Um. Amy, uh, thinking of Bobby is a four. Who's Amy thinking of Bobby? Show me. Um. Yes.
2: She's just more than a four. I know. I know. <laughs> but here's the thing: most people
0: are more than a four. And like, this is the thing that I've been struck with when I was watching. I watched a lot of documentaries. Uh, I would highly recommend it. it's very interesting to watch this sort of stuff on um, YouTube. And, like, th- a lot of these people are like, yeah, I'm really ugly. And I'm like, you're not. You just don't make any effort <laughs> you don't wa- in your you appearance. You just don't wash yourself. <laughs> and, like, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> but just, that's not what, like, there's. I think for most people, I have very rarely, if ever, have seen someone where I'm like, 100%, there is nothing good looking about that person. There's always something that you can be like, yes, it's like a really beautiful aspect of what you look like. And... That's, that goes the same for these incels But if you constantly tell yourself that you're worthless And you look ugly That's what you're going to see in the mirror If someone mm-hmm. has bad facial hair that they don't groom If
2: someone has hair that they don't style That for me is more important than if their face is ugly Like if someone's ugly but they make an effort I don't think they're like It's not yeah. It's not so easy I don't really consider anyone to be ugly I know this sounds so like Happy, crappy, light the incense, let's sing a song I'm not being that way For me I genuinely could be Attracted to anyone So long as they Kind of fit my aesthetic In a way And by that I don't mm-hmm. mean the Biological determined Things about yeah. you I just mean Is your face clean Do you look like You don't smell bad Do you respect women Yeah Do you have <laughs> like... a pube beard If someone has pube beard No Trim your puke beard You just can't have
0: Long scragglies It just doesn't look good You just want someone To like To look after themselves And not for other people like I I want like someone that I want to be with I want them to be happy and comfortable in in themselves and for them to so I'm not like you have to do these like five steps and you have to look exactly like this I'm like I just want you to feel good and to take put time into feeling good and that's for me how like as, as small it boils down and so like just like get a nice haircut
2: yeah if you're like if you're gonna have a long scraggly beard, the re- puke beard isn't just naturally how your beard goes. It means you're not nourishing the hair properly, which is why it mm-hmm. goes scraggly at the ends. You just need the right type of nourishing beard oil. It's not biologically determined. Just get <laughs> good skincare. I genuinely am like Patrick Bateman. Um, <laughs> But just get good skincare. Just get good skincare. Anyway, yeah. So none of us believe that people are inherently ugly. Cool. That's pretty cool of us. We're a pretty cool gang. Mm -hmm. Um, I sometimes I get this weird urge to like put a picture of me on an insult forum and see what they rate me. And then I remember that I know I don't want to kill myself.
1: Yeah. Do you hate yourself that much? (laughs)
2: Sometimes I'm like, I think I have the self-esteem to be like, well, it's just some losers on the internet. But I'm also like, no, don't do it. Don't do that. I swear to God. If, you, if I found it, you did that. So one time, when I, was, when I was 14, someone told me I have a big nose and I don't have a big nose, but ever since then, I'm convinced I have a big nose. Oh my
0: God. Oh no. You have just such like a
2: normal nose. Sorry, Julia. A what nose? A normie? No, no a beautiful a Stacy nose. I'm a Stacy.
0: We'd be remiss to talk about incels and not to have a quick moment to sort of focus on incel logic, which is often inconsistent i think would be a simple way to put it um so let's just get right into it so it's so like incel logic is not logical and a big part of that is that they're constantly saying that women are too emotional which is just cherry-picked from misogyny in general uh and you've got to wonder do incels not understand that anger is also an emotion and they constantly speak about emotions themselves about sadness and loneliness and anger like those are all emotions so you're also highly emotional beings not just, arguably more, not just women.
2: arguably more emotional than other forms on the internet like they're always talking about how things make them feel and they genuinely think that they're so logical and not driven by emotion and yet they become incels because of these emotions
0: mm-hmm. yeah it is just very baffling where you're like what do you think you're talking about they just they
2: genuinely <laughs> what, what? think it's, it's more female emotions are bad not that uh, not that women. yes, but like even the insinuation that women don't get angry, sad, or lonely—we're
0: just well—that's because Weed. we've got our orbiters. Oh, so. sorry. Whenever I get <laughs> we sad, can't I be just call
2: the next in my penis pipeline. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, a real interesting uh, aspect of the logic is gay incels and so general incel culture nearly never acknowledges that gay people exist. Um, so there's a homo cell hypothesis. Uh. That black bill
2: inceldom means you end up gay at the end. Sorry for laughing, but it is ridiculous.
0: And so, this is the logic that like you're incel for so long that you just go gay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Because (laughs) that's how incels works. Incels don't necessarily believe that it's a natural urge to be gay, so they consider being gay, uh, maladaptive because you can't produce offspring. And of course, huge chunks of incel theory orbit around offspring production because it is just another form of misogyny and. Dominant homosexuality is preferred to submissive homosexuality in incel culture. Only your power bottoms and your, uh, and your
2: tops are left. <laughs> no regular bottoms. Get everything else out.
0: Yeah. Uh, incels are particularly adverse to gayness as they're often made fun of for being gay due to their lack of sexual experience because of <laughs> toxic masculinity. Uh, they overcorrect and don't want to be around gay people in case they are considered gay. Uh, interestingly, incels do think that homosocial, homosocial relationships are good and normal and they infer that homosocial relationships are on the decline due to the rise of homosexual relationships so once again there's differing aspects of this differing opinions is it gay if i think
2: i want to have sex with my bro but i don't do it and then he has sex with other bros and now i can't be friends with bros anymore (laughs)
0: yes
2: (laughs) is it gay if i don't have sex with men and end up never talking to anyone except for men and then i end up gay that's that's what I feel this section on gay cells is. Yeah, and then you also have fem cells, which aren't as well accepted as part of the incel community. Um, they're like, weirdly, they're actually mad at women, too. So they're like, women being hot means I can't have sex. I don't know. They're also kind of feminist, though. Like sometimes you read things and you're like, what? It's kind of just super hard to explain. There seems to be zero logic in the fem cell community because women aren't logical. Obviously, um, many incels don't actually believe in fem cells at all. Um, and they do this awful, horrible thing where they prove this by masquerading as what they consider to be four out of ten women on Tinder, and then proving that they get likes. We know that men do that thing, and some women, and some days, uh, girls, days and um, days, do that thing where you just keep swiping, and then you, t- then you afterwards use your messages to do the the left swipe in.
0: I'll just swipe on anyone. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of cute. Like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. And then if we match, I'll do my in depth review of your profile <laughs> yeah. and true. then go is it worth like talking to you or like how are we going to do this like aha what
2: i mean some men specifically i've heard this about just genuinely swipe literally
0: everyone yep um, it's and it's a numbers game
2: yeah mm-hmm. it is kind of it does make sense i very naively thought that people just genuinely weren't replying to me because they were in relationships or were busy and then i realized that maybe they had just matched with me when they were doing their big swipe. <laughs> I like my naive way Of looking at Tinder I was like Because people do think I'm really hot Just not everyone And that's fine So yeah
0: That's Fem Cells You uh, can't talk about Incels Without talking about racism <laughs> It sounds like a joke But it is true <laughs> Yeah And the racism Is again In their head Logical uh, they believe in biological determinism and seem to subscribe to some eugenics theories in general. Uh, for example, women and people of colour are inferior to white men. However, they also believe that there can be black chads. and um, They call them Tyrones, which is ooh, so many, so many things. So black men are inferior and superior at the same time. Make it make sense. Uh, but that's a big thing In white supremacy where, where they look at like The genetics And like skull sizes yeah. And this that and the other And like that's supposed to determine Why white people are smarter And better Blah 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 All of it is bullshit I've watched many a video On that in work um, And there's only so many times I can listen to some white man In his basement to Talk about why he's better Than black people And women in general it Just eventually You're kind of like It just doesn't even make sense
2: In this context When they're like Nobody loves me And nobody will have sex with me But I'm better than The majority of the planet Like when you add (laughs) Black men and men of colour Plus women You're honestly (laughs) I don't know what the exact statistic is But you're going The vast majority of the planet Are inferior to me But still Nobody wants to have sex with me And nobody likes to be around me And I'm very lonely What
0: Do they Mm -hmm. not hear it? No They're just so wrapped up In their own echo chamber That it's just like it's all logical. It all makes sense. Um, And I would highly recommend, if you've got a spare, I think it's like 20 minutes long, Um, to watch the Shy Boys documentary by Sarah G- Gardefi, I think. And a uh, self-proclaimed incel, whose name is Advanced, it's his forum name, talks about how he's been rejected at least a thousand times in person, at least two thousand times online. It says he aims for the bottom of the barrel in women. Um, And when he talks about it, he's referring to women who are like... he. He talks. I'm not gonna. I don't want to use his terms terminology because I don't like it. But he's basically identifying like women that in his mind are like super ugly and couldn't get anyone else. That that's who he's going for, and he'd have sex with absolutely anyone. And I'm like, at some point, you would have to wonder that maybe it's the horrific way in which you talk about these people that makes us kind of go. I would rather not have your penis inside of me when you clearly have such disdain for who I am as a person in in every single capacity, and also. Having almost 3000 rejections Is insane Because at that point mm. You're not treating dating As I want to find a partner for myself You're treating dating as a job <laughs> Yeah you were You're like
2: Your insult boss like How many women did you uh, Creepily saunter up to this week And he's like uh, At least 200 And his boss is like Good job you're on track You're the most rejected <laughs> this week We're going to put you on the board Advanced yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would prefer to get really long acrylic nails and uh, saw my gooch off than have sex with anybody who refers to any woman as bottom of the barrel. There's no sex barrel.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it's a non-existent barrel. Like no one is there. No one is at the bottom of it. It's an interesting documentary because you see um, kind of like three or four different guys and you see very, very different opinions about like women and stuff like that. And <laughs> at one point someone was like, oh like you've got like feminist tendencies to one of the men and the man was like in that I think that women are people yes and then advanced pipes up and he's like no you can't think of them as people because that's when you've lost and goes off this rant I'm like this is why no one's having sex with you because you want a blow-up doll you don't want a human woman you don't want a femoid you want a blow-up doll so weird to hear someone talk about women like that because then I'm like am
1: I real <laughs> <laughs> oh it's very it's
0: it's fucked and this is the thing that um i would say i understand when people um when men feel this way and feel very ostracized and like they can't like fall in love and blah blah, blah and then they find some sort of solace in this sort of community but i will and so i don't necessarily harbor any ill feeling towards those people for feeling that way and for like identifying themselves as incels however you have a responsibility to research the communities that you identify as being part of and then there is unfortunately a large group of people who do advocate for violence against women or talk violently about women who do support and cheer on the people who commit the mass crimes and whilst it's all well and good to say oh well we never do it ourselves there's still a huge problem that they're like women are being beaten in their homes consistently yeah. and you're still feeding mm-hmm. into that culture so you, you do have a responsibility even when you're going through the worst time of it yourself, to see who you're aligning yourself with yeah. and to determine whether or not you think that that's a good thing. I do judge people for who they decide to be allies with. Yeah, true, true.
2: I don't know. So on general inceldom, my housemate has a master's in gender and sexuality. So he is kind of, um. he's also a man. haha <laughs> We didn't do a podcast without getting a man's opinion. Ha ha ha. Yeah. So his take on it, which I found really interesting, and I think kind of it's not really so much in defense of incels, but in kind of an understanding of incels, there's actually not like the world has changed a lot. Masculinity has changed a lot. Masculinity can change, continues to change a lot. Um, There's not a whole lot of positive representation of masculinity outside of toxic masculinity, which is rightfully condemned. Uh, The alternative, the only available alternative is queer or off the wall masculinity. So like when you're talking about queer masculinity, you're just talking about any any gay men. Holla. Um, and when you're talking about a kind of off the wall masculinity, you're talking about a Harry Styles straight man wearing fuzzy shirts and everyone going, "Yay, go you. Um, but not all men can relate to, to that at all uh, and also still don't want to be part of toxic masculinity. So where is all the other wholesome representation of men? It just doesn't exist. So it's kind of like a masculine binary of whether you're either a toxic man or a non gender conforming man, where you have to shed off your masculinity to be considered someone who's not a dirtbag, pretty much. When you condemn something and tell them that they're the bad guys and don't provide a suitable alternative,
0: where do they go? You know, maybe to the only community that understands how they feel. And it's a shitty situation because I'm torn between like, it's not our job to fix. Like it's not. Women aren't the reason this is happening. It's not up to us to create a society that makes everybody like that helps men to have spe- sex. Like it's,
2: yeah. As Jordan um, Peterson, Jordan Peterson believes that the cure to inceldom is to. <laughs> he said it's not forced sex. But I think everybody should be married and, and have sex. Like, he's like, why can't we make that happen? It's like, that, that definitely is, you are definitely advocating for forced sex, Jordan Peterson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, my big thing is, it's, and this is the same issue that I have with toxic masculinity and Seldom and stuff like that, it's men have to talk to other men. <laughs> like... We can't do that because they don't listen to us because they inherently believe that we're shite because we're women. So it's lads who don't like pull those opinions have to kind of go, hey, maybe like, have you thought about this? Or like, let's have a talk or like, let's let's figure something out. And like therapy and stuff like that is is huge. And I know there's lots Mm -hmm. of incels are in therapy, but it's also the societies that they inhabit and the people that they see and they speak to daily. Like it's guys, talk to your guy friends, please. Um,
2: I don't because... uh, part of me feels a little so if your guy friends are um if your guy friends have thoughts that might be considered to be part of toxic masculinity, or if your guy friends don't believe that toxic masculinity exists you if you talk to your guy friends only, I just think talk to your friends, you know, be friends with more women. you'll realize they're human beings, you know. Maybe I'm really lucky In that the men in my life Genuinely listen to me And take my advice
0: Well yeah absolutely I think you you can't just Completely ignore women You have to be friends with, And that's how you normalise it Like that's how you Start seeing women As like normal people But I don't think The uh, emotional labour To like fix the incel community Should fall on women I agree with you Solely
1: I agree with you Like that's my
0: issue I think
2: maybe we don't need to Like let's not look at it For a community for a second community is made up of individuals if you are an individual and you feel sad lonely you feel that and you're upset that you feel that women are taking your opportunities it's realistically from a place of insecurity so as you've mentioned if it's insecurity the only thing you can do about insecurity is counselling there's no way it's going to heal itself you getting a really good job isn't going to fix that however Mm -hmm. with feelings of sadness and loneliness it's just about like Talking to someone who you feel won't be judgmental about that no matter what gender they are. And that's your way out. It's not, you don't, it's not that you take the pill and you see the world for how it really is. Your way out is a holistic approach to talking to people who you care about who are going to support you no matter what way you go. If if you decide counselling is not for you and you want to just take up doing yoga and writing a journal, that's fine. You just need to have people in your life who don't think that it's to do that
0: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely I think that's a good a good way to end off this episode (laughs) and now it's time for the cop on a time when we tell the world to keep on copping on Uh, my cop on this week is people who cheat during online quizzes I had like work quiz fun time and there was three rounds of ten questions and the top three teams got 30 out of 30 and these were specific very like weirdly specific questions about mythology food like international cuisine and the 90s there was loads of questions i was like what the fuck i don't know anything about this stuff there's no way that they got 30 out of 30 and then their tiebreaker for some reason was another round of 10 questions and then all three teams also got 10 out of 10 on that and just what's the point the prize was a 30 euro amazon voucher like ew gross we don't support jeff bezos just it was so dumb i'm like why are you like what's the point like why would you cheat that's not the fun part of this. So stop cheating on put online quizzes and just let everybody have fun. And cop on. My cop on this week, uh, as this week was the release of uh, the Spotify Rept
2: 2020, uh, is people who had an all-male rapt. I think that's ridiculous in this day and age. You don't listen to... You, so you listen to like 200,000 hours of male artists. You didn't even have a moment to listen to a woman artist in the year of Rina Sawayama's excess.
1: Cop on. Um, My cop on is to the man who scared the bejesus out of me um, while I was doing my walk because he was a runner and of course I was in his way so he had to get up really close to me and then zoom around me at the traffic lights and just like almost touch off me and just scared the crap out of me and it was like 7am so it was dark outside I honestly thought I was going to be murdered. Um, cop on, don't get that close to people, it's a pandemic out there.
0: That's our episode for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to show us some love by liking and sharing and most importantly, writing a review, we would really, really appreciate it. It could be your Christmas present to us. Um, Leave us a little note and let people know how much you enjoy us. Please, thank you. You can find us on uh, Instagram at on underscore pod or you can find us uh, on our Gmail account um, which is uh, thecoponpod at gmail.com please send us money um, send us all of your uh, ideas for new terminology for incels send us all of your thoughts uh, we appreciate and love you all so much join us next week when we are making sandwiches for my roasties it
2: looks like Julia came back with a snack is a snack? it's not a snack